the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. For the time being, Uncle Sam still open for business. President Biden yesterday signed a short-term spending measure that keeps one set of federal agencies operating through March 8th and another set through March 22nd, officially staving off a partial government shutdown that would have started today. The measure gives lawmakers some more time to draft and pass spending measures to keep the federal government operating for the current fiscal year, which ends on September 30th. Rhonda Rockster reporting. Donald Trump winning Missouri's Republican caucuses today, and he's captured 33 delegates thus far in Michigan at the party's convention. Former president also awaiting results a little later today of the Idaho caucuses as he looks to gain more ground toward clinching the GOP nomination. Former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley is still seeking her first election win. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Former President Donald Trump is indicted yet again. Senator Tom Cotton. I think it's another politicized prosecution that's more befitting of a third world banana republic than our great country. Join us for our program and sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Book your trip of a lifetime today. It's the Patriots Alaska Cruise happening June 29th through July 6th with Dr. Sebastian Gorka and Mike Gallagher. It's the Patriots Alaska Cruise. All you have to do to book this unforgettable trip is visit our website today, am1280thepatriot.com. Click on the Patriots Alaska Cruise banner. Tonight's low around 50 degrees, partly cloudy skies. Tomorrow for your Sunday, slight chance of rain in the afternoon. Otherwise, partly sunny, high of 70 with gusts of wind as high as 40 miles per hour. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the show that isn't, doesn't have a dog in the fight. We are, in fact, the dog in the fight. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. Uh, by the way, Jack Tomzak, the new guy coming up uh, at 3 o'clock, 3 to 5. And he's got, oh, we'll talk about what he's talking about a little later on here. Jack, Brad Carlson. Uh, by the way, so have people ask, when he, when's Jack going to get a name other than the new guy? It's been almost two years now. I was like, you know. He'll get a name other than the new guy whenever he decides he wants a name other than the new guy. I mean, you can lead horses to water. You can't always make them drink, and that's fine. Uh, Jack is Jack is his own horse, and he'll uh, he'll come up with a name whenever he's darned well good and ready. I, I've got that on good authority. So Jack Tom's at the new guy, 3 to 5 today, and uh, we'll be talking about his show later on the broadcast. Brad Carlson coming up tomorrow from 1 to 3 here on AM 12A, The Patriot. 
And, of course, uh, additional charter member of the Northern Alliance, King Banyan. It's 9 to 11 every Saturday morning on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. We've been the Northern Alliance Radio Network for literally 20 years now. No more waiting. No more, no more, uh, no more selling ahead of time here. Today is the last day of year 20 on the air for the Northern Alliance. We will be putting out our plans for our 20th anniversary party about this time next week. Jack, Brad, and I just tune into the entire Northern Alliance lineup. Believe me, you'll be hearing about it. This is going to be a lot of fun. 651-289-4488 is the number to call should you care to join us. And uh, let's uh, get (laughs) – we've been talking this last half hour, really the last entire hour, about the DFL's I think it's not unfair to call it. I think we could put actually to put you on that microphone there. I, I, I had plans. Life is what happens when you're busy making other plans, and it's true in radio as well. We talked for the last hour about the DFL's war on the First Amendment, and we're literally just getting started. With us to discuss this, uh, one of the people who was out there fighting the, the war, the counterattack, if you will, in the Minnesota State Legislature this past week, a uh, great friend of the NARN, Representative Harry Niska joins us here. Uh, Representative Niska, thanks for joining us today, and uh, thanks for coming down here today. Thanks, Mitch. Thanks for having me. We're going to need four up and going here if we can. If it's four is right, give us a test there, Representative. Hi. There we go. There Perfect. We go. There Hi. we go. Yeah, thanks for having me. Great to be here. Uh, more than my pleasure, absolutely. No, this is... I forget who it was that said it. Maybe Walter Hudson, who's also been out there uh, leading the way on this issue, fighting fighting the fight. But the happenings of this past week are such that if you are a person of any faith or even just a person of constitutional principle who believes in keeping government where it belongs, if this doesn't wake you up and get you seriously interested in voting on the issue of liberty, of freedom, of freedom of consciousness, conscious, conscience, and consciousness, who knows? We don't know what to do with you anymore here. It's, it's, there is no bigger wake-up call than this, Representative Niska. Yeah, no, it, this, was, uh, this was a pretty shocking uh, development this week. And, and it was shocking in, you know, there are a lot of issues that relate to the First Amendment, to free speech, freedom of religion, that have been contested for a long time. Yep. But at least what I didn't know was contested until Thursday was the uh, what I thought was a consensus that issues of religious faith um, by and, and, and opinions of religious faith by religious institutions yep. were going to be respected. It's, it had always been my understanding that that you know faith questions uh, by a mosque or answers to faith questions by a synagogue or by a church or by a religious school. That I thought we had a consensus that those faith decisions were made by those groups, not by the state of Minnesota. And that is the consensus that I think uh, we learned on Thursday is no longer a consensus in the state of Minnesota. And that is very, very frightening. And is, has been banished from the governing circles of the state of Minnesota. Let's talk, uh, just to set the record, so let's talk, because um, I, I don't know that I didn't get some facts wrong during that first hour when I was venting just a tad on the issue. But uh, tell us exactly what happened, legally speaking. What has, who, who is doing what to whom here, Representative Niska? Certainly. So um, in 1993, when the Minnesota Human Rights Act was first amended to include sexual orientation, Yep. Um, there was a recognition that this could potentially be weaponized against religious organizations who disagree with, uh, you know, that uh, with certain views about sexual orientation. Yep. And so it was a consensus at that time that uh, and it was a it, there was a broad, broad agreement that churches, synagogues, mosques, religious schools, etc., 
that it would be hands off on them, that yep. they would get to make their own decisions about issues like that. Yep. Um, in last year, uh, when a gender identity was taken out of the concept of sexual orientation and made into its own protected class, yep. the religious exemption parts of the Minnesota Human Rights Act weren't repealed. They just didn't update them to also include the fact and the recognition that questions of gender identity also have the potential to be weaponized against religious institutions. So now we still have religious exclusions in the Minnesota Human Rights Act. Uh, the DFL hasn't repealed those yet. Yeah. I'm interested to hear whether they still think that that's uh, okay or whether they also consider those religious exclusion, that existing religious exclusion to be hateful, in, in, as they expressed uh, at, on Thursday. But those religious exclusions no longer protect um, uh churches, uh, mosques, synagogues against gender identity being weaponized against them and the state using its opinion about gender and sex and forcing those religious institutions to, uh, you know, bend the knee to the state's uh, view, which is in, in contrast to what how some, you know, Christians and Jews and Muslims, Muslims. interpret, for example, the words in Genesis that God created them male and female, words echoed by Jesus in the New Testament. These are words that have uh, implications for a lot of people of faith. And, 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 and uh, it's, I mean, these are sensitive issues, right? Difficult issues, uh, as, as I think you recognize. But they're issues where I thought we had previously had a consensus that uh, religious groups would have autonomy about their own religious beliefs. And um, so uh, we thought that this was an easy enough fix. I offered an amendment um, and, and, and my amendment was really uh, towards, after a, a, a great deal of diplomacy, um, spearheaded by the Catholic Conference, yep. but a broad religious coalition had gone to the department, the Walls Administration, the Department of Human Rights. Uh, they had gone to the DFL leaders in the state legislature and said, this looks like uh, you missed something. It's an oversight. Um, there are a lot of things that were passed through the last, the last uh, session. Um, a lot of oversights, probably a lot of oversights that we still haven't uh, realized yet and that are going to need to be fixed. And uh, the, the administration refused to include it in their policy bill. That was the bill that was up on Thursday. Yep. So I offered this amendment and said, I hope this was just an oversight. I hope you can take this amendment. And the author of that bill, who was the chair of the Judiciary Committee, the author of the bill from last uh, session, which ma made these changes, said, um, no, it wasn't an oversight. It was actually on purpose. That's Jamie Becker Finn, who Correct. said it in as many words. No, I, I absolutely did. And by the way, this is this kind of fits hand in glove with with the other oversight that wasn't in the last session, where they uh, they, they didn't extend the the exemption to organizations of all religious or not for uh, having prejudice against people who uh, express affection for minors. Not, not committing actual acts, but uh, people who are open about their attraction to minors, whether they act on it or not here, which is currently a good way to get yourself fired from a job. But it's one test case away because of this lack of an exemption from becoming the law here in the state of Minnesota. I, I'm wondering, I'm, it seems to me that that's what they're trying to do, open the any organization that violates the, the, the DFL's orthodoxy on this issue up to the same kind of litigation that has been thrown up against uh, against florists, photographers, bakers all over the country who who dissented from same sex marriage. It sounds like the same uh, blueprint here. Well, uh, there's a lot to unpack in that question. Oh, so yeah. Let me let me start by just saying, uh, you know, this is uh, 
there, I do. I have concerns about uh, the ways that the definition of sexual orientation was was changed last year, which you're hinting at. Yep. Uh, it, um, it was uh, pretty well rewritten, and some language that I thought was good to have in there was was taken out, and we weren't yep. able to really clarify that. We will see what happens in the future. You know, the the DFL representatives all said they they, they weren't trying to and don't intend this. Uh, definition to to cover you know whether you call it pedophilia or the the uh, you know you find uh, literature that refers to this as minor attracted person uh, but that's a separate issue for for another day what yeah. what we do know what is happening right now is that there is at least one Christian or one uh, private school a religious school that is being investigated for claims of gender identity discrimination by the Minnesota Department of Human Rights. Um, that investigation is happening, and uh, this clearly opens up and, and takes the shield away from, uh, you know, whether it's the Islamic Center of Minnesota, one of the, one of the folks who testified, whether yep. it's, uh, you know, a, a, a traditional Jewish school or traditional Jewish synagogue or any church or Christian school that um, it, it feels that their faith tells them things about the human person that are inconsistent with the gender ideology of, uh, you know, expressed by the DFL in, in that hearing. And, 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 and the, the DFL clearly is saying that those views are uh, hateful, bigoted, that even asking for religious autonomy on these questions is disgusting. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that going back to what, honestly, I thought, and I think most Minnesotans thought was the consensus before Thursday, uh, is disgusting and hateful. Every time we've had a, dis- uh, a debate about uh, sexual orientation discrimination protection or uh, same-sex marriage and any religious liberty question has ever been brought up, it was a universal given that we were hands off the churches, yeah. hands off the synagogues, hands off the religious schools. That's not the case anymore. And I think it's, and it's really important that Minnesotans wake up and that they understand that there's really only one political party in this state who still stands for any sort of religious pluralism in this state. And now you're an attorney. I'm not. I, I, I stayed in Holiday Inn Express. So Congratulations. I'm a, I'm a, thank you. I'm going to try and, and I know, right? Uh, I'm going to try and, and do a little what if here, perhaps a counterfactual. But people might say, ah, it's just religious people. If you uh, hypothetically here under the changes in the, and that are being proposed have actually been passed by the DFL, if you are an atheist who recognizes the fact, the scientific fact that, that sex is a matter of chromosomes, X, Y, X, uh, X's or Y's are pretty much all you have beyond the extremely rare mutations. But you have a daughter who is going for that track and field scholarship and is getting smoked by transgender guys and you lead some movement against same doesn't that leave you open for lawsuit under the Minnesota Human Rights Act, hypothetically, if this passes, whether you're religious or not? Uh, well, you know, here, if you're talking just about speech uh, itself, yeah. there is uh, there is a definition of, of discrimination that includes harassment. I suppose it's possible that someone could bring you within the scope of harassment. But what we do know, and one thing uh, that w- that came out of the legislature last year is that housed within the Department of Human Rights, they're doing a civil rights trends study. <laughs> they they used to call this a bias uh, speech registry, a bias incident registry, but they they rebranded it after I asked some kind of embarrassing questions about this. Oh, so yeah. a civil rights trends <laughs> study, the um, hate crime database. But it, it's the exact same money that was going into the hate crime, the speech surveillance database. It's uh, it's money that was needed to build a database. Yep. They, they said in their own thing. 
and they're going to do some sort of civil rights trend. So I, I, at the very least, at the very best, I'm, I'm afraid that your friend, your hypothetical friend, might get put into some speech surveillance database at the Department of Human Rights. The same folks who are pushing these kind of changes. And by That's the, scary. And by the way, listening to this program might get you onto that database. And I'm proud to say I, I, I suspect i got to be there by now myself. And anyway, much more with Representative Harry Niska talking about the DFL's war on the First Amendment and freedom of, of religion. Questions, give us a call, 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. This is just getting started. Thinking about climbing Pikes Peak? You can get this radio station there, too. TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Odyssey.com. We're always on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio through your smart speaker. Say, play The Patriot, Minneapolis. We all know that aches and pains come with simply getting older, but it doesn't mean you have to accept it. That's why I want to tell you about a special lady, Leah from Ohio, and her relief factor story. One Sunday, Leah was sitting on the couch in so much pain, she was literally in tears. That's when she decided to try Relief Factor. Just eight days later, she found relief, and she continued to get better and better. To quote her, she said, I am truly amazed at this product. Like me, who after nine, almost ten years, almost a decade of low back pain lost that pain thanks to Relief Factor. If you're living with aches and pains, see how Relief Factor, a daily drug-free supplement, could help you feel and live better every day. Get the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. It all comes with a feel-better or your money-back guarantee. That number, 1-800-4-RELIEF, relieffactor.com. Eric Metaxas here. More than 200 members of Congress are standing up for AM radio listeners, The AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act will keep AM radio in cars because when cell and Internet services are down, this free service could be your only lifeline. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to pass this critical legislation now or visit DependOnAM.com for more information. What is your healing power? Maybe your healing power is helping veterans with PTSD, traumatic brain injuries, depression, anxiety, or loneliness? Is your healing power a simple heartfelt letter or being a volunteer? It is estimated that over a half a million current warfighters will return from service diagnosed with PTSD and 22 veterans will commit suicide every day. Our veterans have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our country. At HealVets.org, you can find out more about the healing power of pen pals, volunteers, therapy kits, and more. Discover your healing power at HealVets.org. Help Heal Veterans, together with you, has been helping one recovering veteran at a time. We are helping veterans heal together. What is your healing power? To find out about your power, visit HealVets.org. This PSA is sponsored by Help Heal Veterans. Turning on your favorite ministry or catching your favorite talk show. These are just a couple of reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio monthly. Visit dependonam.com to help keep AM radio and vehicles for the next generation. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488, the question to call. If you have questions for Representative Harry Niska about the DFL's war on religious freedom, it, it has come down to just about that. 
I, I eschew martial rhetoric as much as possible, but we're getting down to that. By the way, Salem Now is the best streaming platform there is. Doesn't have a monthly fee. You're going to enjoy that. Check out their great programs, including Leaving California, documentary on the challenges of living in Cali, and the mass exodus going on as 700,000 folks left in the past two years due to, well, the whole California thing. Go to SalemNow.com to check out all the fun. 651-289-4488. Welcoming questions for Representative Harry Niska. And this is not going to be the last time we talked about this. I mean, we're I'm looking at getting Walter Hudson on the air shortly because this is this is go time, Representative Niska. If you believe in religious freedom, and, and by the way, all, the Second and Fourth Amendments also have some serious challenges uh, out there in this uh, legislative session. But we're focusing on religious freedom here. Uh, this is, is seriously go time, and we'll talk about that. What means uh, what that means in a minute here, but. Representative Niska, what is the end result? A couple questions that jump out, including some some of the pushback they've got that come from the left. We'll we'll talk about that in a minute here. But what could happen? As a what what do you see as being the upshots of this sort of uh, changes or or lack of changes the Minnesota Human Rights Act? What happens to people and institutions of faith? Well, uh, right now under current law, uh, what is there is a uh, gender identity uh, protected classification for things like employment discrimination, et cetera. Um, and uh, if a, if someone, for example, applies to um, be in a ministerial position at, uh, at, at uh, in, 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 a, in a ministerial position at some religious institution, uh, and it's clear that they are not uh, to that institution, that they're not in line with uh, that institution's beliefs uh, perhaps because of the way that they uh, live their life as it relates to, uh, you know, and how that what that reveals about their ideas about sex and gender. Um, and they don't get hired or they get fired from that uh, in- institution, whether, you know, let's say it's a mosque who's hiring somebody uh, and that person goes to the uh, Department of Human Rights or decides to bring a private lawsuit alleging gender identity discrimination. Uh, now it's who knows what's going to happen in that investigation? Who knows that that's exactly what's happening right now with uh, with a faith based school that's being uh, uh, investigated for gender identity discrimination. And in that, number one, I think I, what I think is most likely to happen is it's going to cost that institution a lot of money and they'll eventually win probably on uh, federal constitutional grounds. Um, but again, Sometimes the process is the punishment itself. Oh yeah. Um, and it, when when you're talking about racking up legal fees, when you're talking about legal uncertainty, um, and then at the end of the day, if it goes up through the Minnesota courts, stacked with walls and Dayton appointees from the last few years, uh, from the last uh, you know four uh, uh, <laughs> gubernatorial terms. Yeah. Um, then you have to hope that the United States Supreme Court will grant cert. Uh, the United States Supreme Court doesn't take up uh, a very high percentage of their cases, um, even um, even in cases that where the maybe a majority of the Supreme Court thinks the lower court got the opinion wrong. They still a lot of times will will let uh, cases sit. And so this is a very very concerning uh, situation uh, just from that perspective, but more fundamentally, just from what it says about. Uh, what we used to be the shared bedrock values, the shared American values of free speech, free exercise of religion, uh, religious autonomy, yeah. autonomy of religious organizations. What Again, what, what we had been told 
uh, was a consensus yeah. in previous discussions around these issues that it's hands off the religious institutions. I, I, I thought that was a consensus. I'm worried. I'm worried. Uh, and, 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 and Thursday it really shook me, to be honest, in my view about this. I thought it was a consensus. Now I'm worried that it was just a temporary political concession um, and, that, uh, and, and that we no longer have a shared understanding that religious institutions get to have autonomy about their religious beliefs. That should be – that was like – that was, settled, core, that, that was settled in 1793 when they well, or when the Bill of it Rights. Was, it was settled a lot earlier than that when yeah. settlers came to the United States fleeing religious persecution exactly. in Europe. Exactly. So, and, and by the way, I, I mean, Finky, our representative Finky, uh, telegraphed that particular punch with all the subtlety of a German jazz band. I mean, she, she, Representative Finky all but said, yeah, we're, we got the kids out there in every single school, which I will look for a site on that here. And so we're going to send the staff in there to make sure that they are there to defend them all. And it was immense gaslighting and telegraphing a punch, I mean, if I've ever seen it before. So uh, one other question. Well, and and, and I, one thing I'll say about Representative Finky, you can say all you want that yeah. you're for pluralism. Yeah. But if you're for the state imposing penalties, including punitive damages, against institutions because of their beliefs that you think are contrary to the orthodoxy of the state, yeah, then your claims of being in support of pluralism are worth nothing. Yeah. And I, I will go that mile and say the entire DFL caucus, at least the metro version of it, they're, they're yakking about pluralism is, in fact, worth, not, worth nothing. And I will, I will look Breonna Kern in the eyes and say that doesn't exist, this respect for pluralism. So this was something we got gaslit with 10 years ago, 12 years ago now, when the marriage amendment was, was on the ballot. I uh, said, well, you know, you, you, the, the human re- religious people fought against recognizing homosexuality and gay people for, for many, many years here. And it is true. There are faiths out there, including Islam and, and, and many fundamentalist Christians who who believe that you love the gay person, but you don't necessarily recognize the validity of homosexual relationships. Uh, doesn't mean you tolerate violence. Doesn't mean you tolerate erasure of individual human beings at all whatsoever. Uh, but they say that's exactly the same situation now. It, it really, really isn't. The marriage amendment, as we pointed out during the break, Representative Niska, had one big key uh, change to it that 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 we we're not seeing in this current discussion right now, and that is it was hands off the actual agency of individual individual faiths and believers at that point, Representative Niska. Well, that's true, and and that that does you know. Um I think it's really, really, really important to emphasize, especially when you think about, you know, watch back the uh, reactions to this issue and consider this fact. Yeah. Last year, when they were when the the DFL was breaking this provision, yep. making it work less well. Yep. Th- this is like the safe storage, ver- you know, safe storage of your guns version yes. of the religious shield. Um, uh, for, uh, against weaponization of the of the Minnesota Human Rights Act, yeah. while they were busy sort of breaking this so it doesn't work right, yeah. they didn't repeal it as it relates to sexual orientation. So right now today, um, religious institutions are still protected against the sexual orientation pr- provisions being weaponized against them. Think about why the DFL didn't just repeal this last year. If they truly believe what they said in the hearing on Thursday, maybe it's because they didn't have the votes. Maybe it's because they just haven't gotten there yet. But there's no way to square what they did last year and the idea that it was intentional 
with the rhetoric that they had unless they're not really being honest with the people of Minnesota about what they're really trying to do. 651-289-4488 if you have questions or comments for Representative Niska. We are almost out of time. I, can we keep you for another segment here? Another, another 10, 12 minutes here after the break? Excellent. we got a uh, full banks of phone calls right now. Let's uh, go briefly to Mike in Minneapolis. You've been waiting patiently for a bit now. you got about uh, 30 seconds. Mike, question or comment for Representative Niska? I wish, yeah, you and all your colleagues would start using words that work, terms that work, like trans fascism and transnationalists the same way they use those words like trans crystal fascism or crystal nationalism um it's just it's uh i think that would uh it's time to start upping your game and just uh going after them with words that work and rhetoric that work you know there is something to be said for it and yet uh, there there is <laughs> I, I don't know that we necessarily there will come a time perhaps worst case i mean donald trump is an example of how uh, republicans started acting the way democrats have acted for a generation and by golly it worked there's a part of me that that values the civility that we used to treasure in american politics and uh, ref- sinking to their level uh Sounds satisfying, and yet I don't know that it gets us anything or perhaps makes us just as bad as them in the long run. Well, I, I mean, I do think we need, uh, you know, the caller makes a good point about how we brand this stuff. And I yeah. called it totalitarian in my comments yeah. on on uh, on Thursday. I think that, you know, we're, we're looking at would-be tyrants. I mean, it, it is general, uh, genuinely um, a, a, a blow to uh, American values, to American pluralism, Um I'm not sure about whether the terms fascist or nationalist are quite are right, whether they have the whether they carry some you know baggage that's not going to ring true. But this is I mean, this is uh, attempt to control your thought, your speech to make you uh, uh, fearful dependent and controlled by government and to, that is wrong to make you fearful that's what one i was trying to say earlier here my uh, my my first carry permit instructor the late great joel rosenberg always said test cases for other are per other people you try and avoid them fear of becoming one frequently causes you to accede to things you would never do in your normal right mind but just the, the process is the punishment we'll come back to that and uh, as well as your phone calls if you're waiting 651-289-4488 northern alliance radio network am 1280 the Patriot. Retirement doesn't have to be complicated. Are you sick of all the fancy charts and investment mumbo-jumbo thrown at you to justify the Wall Street fees you're being charged? It's not the size of your nest egg that matters, but rather the income it can produce. Hi, I'm Mitch Lyons, best-selling author and star in a brand new Hollywood documentary called The Retirement Deception. In this film, we traveled over 20,000 miles interviewing real Americans who have retired successfully with a great lifestyle and peace of mind. They share their stories on how they get more retirement income with the same dollar saved, and the money is never at risk if the market crashes. That's right. If the market crashes 30%, you lose nothing. Even the super wealthy are shifting money into this new strategy because it increases their retirement income or can allow them to stop working years sooner. So if you are over 50 and want a bigger, better, stress-free retirement, call today to speak to a specialist and get a free copy of this brand new movie, The Retirement Deception. Call 888-365-1409. This is a $30 value, but when you call today, you get it completely free. So don't delay. Call right now, 888-365-1409. That's 888-365-1409. Have you filed for disability benefits but were denied by the Social Security Administration? Or do you need to apply and are overwhelmed with paperwork? 
Are you between the ages of 50 and 63 and can no longer work because of an illness or injury? Thousands of hardworking Americans are in your situation. They file for disability benefits and are unnecessarily denied their much-needed benefit check. Call now for a no-obligation, free evaluation. We can help you nearly double your chances of approval and get your benefit checks faster. We understand the physical, emotional, and financial impact. We'll share our insider expertise and help you get your disability claim filed and paid immediately. There is a time limit to apply, so call right now. Operators are standing by to help you. 800-296-1553. 800-296-1553. That's 800-296-1553. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind. Ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. Are you the parent of a 2- to 7-year-old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award-winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, literally 20 years strong, dominating all Twin Cities media. We are, in fact, benevolent despots, not bad authoritarians. We're the good authoritarians when it comes to, you know, knowing what's going on and telling you the truth about it. The the good kind of authoritarians, as opposed to the people who are, well, running Minnesota's state government. 651-289-4488 if you have questions for Representative Harry Niska, who has been down in the thick of it all week here, along with uh, the rest of the Republican caucus. I mean, I think it's fair to say everyone's holding the line on this one so far. We hear a lot from yourself, from uh, Walter Hudson, of course, longtime friend and occasional guest host, and uh, from Peggy Scott. And by the way, I've posted the video that um, I don't know who produced it, but it's posted in the show post at shotinthedark.info for those who want to see a digest of everything happened over the past week here. It's uh, it's a jarring film, and I want to talk with you about the call to action it gives not just people of faith, but anyone who believes in the separation of powers and the containment of government uh, government power and controlling your conscience. But first, let's take uh, one more phone call here. Uh, let's go to Invergrove Heights. Dan, you're on the air with Harry Niska. Hello, Representative Niska. Thank you for standing up for Hi, thank you for standing up for Judeo-Christian values. I, I believe that implementing a government-sanctioned education system to inculcate, entice, or facilitate students who are minors to question their own sexual identity and to undergo self-mutilization, self-mutilation is a form of uh, gross child abuse and endangering the welfare of a child that should be a criminal felony. Teachers should be teaching reading, writing, and arithmetic, and ditto superseding parental authority by shutting parents out from child-rearing decisions that are then made by teachers, social workers, or other governmental employees. should also be a criminal felony. Do you agree? 
Uh, to the point question. Thank you very much. Uh, so, I mean, there's there's a lot in that. I'm not sure that I uh, 100% agree with uh, with all of it. Uh, I I certainly agree with your right to hold it and your right to go to a church uh, where uh, where where those those views are the the views of your church. Um, and, and by the way, it's worth pointing out that until we have if not a trifecta, at least a a majority in one chamber of the legislature. Really, until we get a trifecta, a Republican governor, House and Senate, it's all magical thinking, and magical thinking and three bucks will get you a cup of Starbucks. Yeah, it certainly uh, is the case that we should be doing much, much more to uh, empower and listen to parents. Uh, In our our public school system, we should be um, empowering uh, it, you know, it, the free discussion of all of these issues instead of shutting down uh, discussion and, and, and uh, moving it out of the public square. And eventually, uh, you know, the, the other thing that that's um, important for people to, to keep in mind about this, uh, I think it's really important that you uh, get engaged in the next two elections. Uh, frankly, I think you should uh, I think anyone who cares about religious liberty should be uh, probably thinking about being a single issue voter for at least the next two elections. Yep. Um, in the state of Minnesota. Uh, that's really important. But we also need to think about and understand and be very, very critical about something uh, down the, coming down the pike, uh, bearing the label Equal Rights Amendment, but written by the same uh, Walls uh, trifecta um, that, that is the vision has, you know, has, has a vision of um, division, dependency and control that they've been forcing down um, our, our throats for the last uh, year. Yeah, I, I've been on the front row of it. And uh, the, the Equal Rights Amendment, what's called the Equal Rights Amendment, um, and the l- new language they brought out, it has a lot of really concerning factors. And it's the, the whole idea of it is to take uh, a lot of these divisive social policy questions um, and, frankly, criminal justice questions and move them from the state legislature where are the people's representatives get to debate them and moving them to the courts, which have been stacked by, uh, you know, Governor Dayton and Governor Walls appointees, uh, the, the, the language that they put out right now has things like um, disparate impact uh, concepts written into it, which are just pure identity politics, looking at people as different groups of people and thinking about how different groups of people are impacted by policies. It's the reason why we have a lot of really uh, nonsensical uh, public safety policies being pushed by the DFL and school safety policies being pushed by the DFL because they think about these things in terms of just pure disparate impact questions. It doesn't even have the words faith in it or religion in it. They don't want to um, treat people equally on the basis of faith or religion. They just want to treat people based on uh, the the different identity groups that they want to divide the state into in order to control and and cause us to be dependent on the government. And that's a really, really, really concerning thing coming down the pike that we need to be critically thinking about as well. Probably should be called the Equity Rights Amendment. Yes, it does rebuild the Minnesota legal, as I understand it, rebuilds Minnesota's legal system around how many intersectional checkboxes you check. And that's that's a truly horrific thing to think about. And by the way, it's not just the, the, the presenting issue this last week of the of the changes to the Minnesota Human Rights Amendment. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about a small victory, I thought, at the time. A group of conservative lawyers uh, backed a group of Muslim parents against the, uh, the St. Louis Park School Board and got a, a, a win for parental autonomy and parental choice on religious matters in dealing with uh, the, the, the current system in, in the school, in the schools. And we took that as a victory. Well, St. Louis Park Schools is appealing to the West Metro DFL Mafia to get some changes to that, to limit 
parental autonomy and authority uh, at the legislative level. I mean, it's got to be like playing whack-a-mole, just fighting for anyone's rights down there. Gun owners, parents, uh, people of faith, all of them. I mean, it's just every time you turn around, there's another threat coming out of the woodwork, Representative Niska. Yeah, and I think it's an important um, reminder to everyone, including uh, when we talk to Muslims about religious faith, that this progressive orthodoxy doesn't uh, stop for anyone. No. Think about the other the other parts of what used to be the DFL coalition yep. that have had to, you know, whether we're talking about miners, whether we're talking about uh, farmers, whether we're talking about anyone else whose uh, livelihood or interests uh, don't don't uh, square with this monolithic progressive, again, uh, totalitarian almost uh, ideology. Um, I've, I've, you know, I've seen some folks on our side say, oh, well, they're, you know, I'm sure they're, they're going to leave the Muslims alone as if because they've ha- maybe have been part of the Democratic coalition that they're uh, that they're going to be let off the hook. I don't think so. Yeah. I think I think this is uh, this is this is coming for everybody. Maybe some people will get eaten last. But uh, but but this is a really this is a really concerning uh, development in the in the Democratic Party. Again, I, I, I saw a lot of this stuff. I was on the front lines of it. I'm not naive about uh, about it. I've, I've uh, frequently said I'm a little bit I, last session. I was a little bit more shocked every day yeah. at how far the Democrats were willing to go at how much they were saying, the, you know, these things that I thought, oh, of course, they're going to realize that's really not that great of an idea. They're still going to go ahead and do it. Um, but Thursday, even after being on the front lines the entire last session, Thursday was an eye-opener for me, and it better be an eye-opener for all of Minnesotans. It's almost reassuring to know that you can still be shocked. I mean, not in a good way, but it's after the last session, I thought, well, is there anything that could still shock us? There is. The good news and bad news. And by the way, it's, it may be time to update Reinhold Niebuhr's uh, classic. Uh, first, they came for the, the, the labor leaders, and I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't help out because I wasn't in a union. If you're a Muslim voter out there, I mean, they're going so- they're going quiet on this. I mean, it took a group of conservative uh, lawyers to to elevate this to to actually a defeat in St. Louis Park. Uh, they they may come for you last if they if you're if you're a Muslim parent who's worried about the the effect of the world on your children's education. But they will come for you. They don't want to have you chasing down Ilhan Omar throwing rocks and garbage just yet. But eventually they won't care. They won't need to care because they'll have come for all the rest of us here. Absolutely. So final question I always ask about these sorts of things because it just seems so daunting and so hard to fight back. What do people do? What do all of us people of faith or people of constitutional principle, even if you have no faith, what is it we need to do? Well, um, you, you can go to my website and contribute. I certainly could use the the, the support. Um, I'm running for reelection. Uh the, the first most basic thing in, in the state of Minnesota that we need to do is we need to re- elect a Republican House majority next year. Yep. Um, that's the only way to stop, to take away the, the, the trifecta that has, uh, that has, has uh, imposed all of this stuff on the state of Minnesota. If the DFL wins or even expands their, their House majority and maintains a trifecta, whatever restraint we've been seeing from them, yeah. You know, all bets are off. Yeah. If you think that sanctuary state not having this, that, the votes this year is because the DFL, uh, you know, because Melissa Hortman or, or Tim Walls think that sanctuary state is bad policy, you're, uh, you know, 
have some of that House File 100, have some more of that House File 100 cannabis uh, yeah. that you're smoking. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the reason why Sanctuary State and, you know, the other things that have been pulled this year are, are being pulled this year is because some people, some DFLers know that they're bad politics this year while their trifecta is up. So we have to win a House majority in 2024, and then we have an, uh, an even bigger election in 2026 when the governor, the attorney general, the rest of the statewide offices are on the ballot, and the Senate is back on the ballot. So that's step two. And then step three is going to be for Republicans to govern responsibly with a positive a, a, you know, a counter vision for the state of Minnesota, a, 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 a vision based on real pluralism, respect for other people, opportunity, hope, freedom. Those are the kinds of things where, uh, you know, we need a big course correction in the state of Minnesota for a lot of other reasons besides the, you know, the reasons we're talking about now. The 40 percent increase in the state in the state budget, the squandering of surplus, spending the entire surplus and raising taxes, growing government by hundreds of thousands of employees, uh, you know, business regulation, uh, the most radical social policy, all of this stuff that's completely unsustainable for the future of the state. We need a huge course correction. um, But look, again. If you care about religious freedom, if you think that, that, that the consensus we had before Thursday, that uh, religious organizations uh, need, need to be autonomous, that we should be able to speak and believe the way we want to believe without ending up on some government surveillance database, you should really think about being a single-issue First Amendment voter for at yeah. least the next two elections. It's that important. I saw that tweet you made yesterday. It's like absolutely true. If you believe, even, even if you have no faith and you just believe in constitutional principles and limiting the power of government, if you've read 1984 and the Gulag Archipelago and know the consequences of those books, uh, it, it, you should be a single-issue voter. The, the, the upside, there's a carrot and there's a stick here. The, the, the carrot is it's doable. The, the GOP, I mean, as much as the DFL tries to portray itself as inevitable uh, these days, and they are. They're, they're gaslighting Minnesotans to think they are inevitable. They, they are Minnesota's abusive spouse. But it's doable. We, we, didn't, we didn't prevail in the Senate by a couple of hundred votes in, in a couple of districts last time around. We, we, we lost control of the House by four seats, a couple of thousand votes changing hands. We have a very different geography today. Uh, it's a four and four congressional, I mean, literally 50-50 split statewide. So it is doable. The stick is, if we don't pull our act together in this next election, it can get so, so very much worse, as you point out. As far as governing beyond that, I am sincerely thankful that the, uh, and I'm not saying this to, to suck up to a guest, because I don't need to. I'm the host. But I'm sincerely glad to see that, that folks like you, Walter Hudson, Eric Lucero, uh, Jim Nash, are in the posi- and Peggy Scott, are in the in positions you are on the Republican Party, because I think that lays a good groundwork and has a good bench to that positive government that this state needs when, God willing, we get back some control in this state. And so for that, I'm very thankful. And I'm glad you could make it down here to talk with us today, Representative Niska. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. 651-289-4488. One more segment to go. Oh, some, oh you're, you reach for the headphones. Thanks for joining us. One more segment to go, which means the fun is still just beginning. Here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Looking to make a difference? Volunteer for your local fire department. Join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Visit makemeafirefighter.org. I appeal to you to fight. 
I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is? Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems a boot. Arby's Computer Service. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, a number that will not be answered for the rest of the show because I don't have time to take calls here right now. Today is is the last show of year 20 of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, talking now with, with Jack Tomzak, of course, the new guy coming up uh, after this. You have to feel a little like... Uh, about who's got oh Aaron Rodgers joining the Green Bay Packers mm-hmm. midway into an epic dynasty in in non Bears football. Well, I really feel totally responsible for twenty years of success here. You're welcome. You know, you certainly have your your part to play in for that. We th- we thank. You. Oh, by the way, we had a question. When are you going to pick a name other than the new guy? I mean, every every show has got to have its moniker. You can only be the new guy for so long. Well, having been parts of organizations that have given nicknames to. People who show up, it was on my understanding that I didn't get to pick. 
I thought new guy was the nickname until there's a newer guy. Well, okay, and, and we'll we'll cross our fingers and hope that there's another edition of the Narn, com- Narn coming up because we could certainly use it. But no, I mean, I picked the headliner years ago largely as a smack talk against John Hinderocker, who mm-hmm. peeled off to form his own show 18 years ago. God, 18 years ago, jeez. And and then uh, and of course I was in middle school then. Shut up. <laughs> Hey, Siri, call Human Resources. Uh, no, seriously. Um, at, at any rate, so, yeah, this is... All right, I'll pick one. The better uh, headliner. The- <laughs> Jack Tomczak. <laughs> better headliner. It's, uh, and, boy, I, I, I could just see having fun with that mm-hmm. one as we, as we have our, our cross-plug you, in the future. Yeah, Be so. sure to uh, tune in from 3 to 5 today for the better headliner, Jack Tomczak, on the Narn. Uh, we, uh, we, Representative Niska is on a microphone here. We might need to bring him up briefly there, uh, G-Money. And, uh, and by the way, G-Money, one of the producers that's helped make this show good over the years here, will be recognized all of them next week. You had something to say, Representative Niska? Yeah, I had a suggestion. Subhead. You shut your mouth. So I like that. No, okay, it is official. As it is said, so shall it be done. It comes from the legislature. I See, can't. I don't make the rules. Yeah, they do. And, and the, 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 what we learned is the legislature gets to dictate those mm-hmm. questions to everybody they want in That's the state right. of Minnesota. So, so uh, as boom. I've covered on my show last few weeks, I've been I, I lobby other state legislatures. Yes. and uh, your carpet. It's very very red states, and they complain about things that are happening and and how they're losing their state. And I explain the realities of our state. Yeah. The uh, $18 billion surplus that was spent and then taxes raised on top of that. The uh, the state office building that is going to be – it's going to hit a billion dollars. It yeah. is going to hit a billion dollars. Yep. And uh, and these people just like look at me like I'm making it up. Like, no, 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 that's, that's what Minnesota's like. Oh, yeah. And listening to your show driving in the conversation you guys were having, um, there's so many very true things, very obvious things that we know, we all know, and all the listeners yeah. know, yeah. that it seems like the – and the, the DFL – doesn't know and the people who who vote either don't know or not paying attention or don't care it's like they the uh, harry how you said that uh your first session things would surprise you and now things are less surprising uh the ideas that that the dfl has where are the voters on these things Uh, do they agree with the dfl are this not plugged in enough because this stuff is nuts everything they do is everything they do is wrong and all they do is cause problems for society so the last election, the DFL won a trifecta on the strength of winning the last Senate seat by 300 votes. They won it on Republicans are irresponsible, Republicans are crazy, uh, and, and all talking about Republicans wanting to ban abortions, all abortions, yeah. and, and uh, outspending Republicans like three to one. So no, yeah. this isn't where the people of Minnesota are. A lot of people aren't paying attention. But a lot more people are starting to pay attention. And so, I'm starting to hear from a lot of people who've been turned off, and especially the last couple of days, I've been hearing from a lot good. of people. This is what they did on Thursday, what it became clear, the position of the DFL on this is not a popular position. Now, uh, And it's very concerning to a lot of people who've been, uh, who've been kind of complacent about politics for a while. Mitch. Oh, no, I just say, I mean, from if we could getting the word out to the people who are the base of the DSA's uh, and the DFL's power in, in the 5th Congress, there really isn't in Minneapolis anymore. More, more, more from Charlotte Holster coming up shortly here. But uh, if, if the, the, the Muslim voter in CD5 were to realize the, the, what Ilhan Omar is in the vanguard of in terms of attacking their religion and their belief as, as just as much as all of us Lutherans and Catholics and Presbyterians, 
you might see them chasing Ilhan Omar down the street throwing rocks and garbage at some point. Well, and you look at the uh, the fight we're having in school boards nowadays yes. with uh, uh, specifically uh, books. I was on, uh, talked about last week on my show. Yep. Muslim parents are not cool with uh, schools putting softcore porn and erotica in public in school libraries. They're wait, not. Wait, what? And, and this <laughs> is yeah. and this is the lead issue being pushed by the Minnesota Department of Education in their legislative policy bill is to yes. disable school parents and school boards from even being able to consider the age appropriateness of this of these of these materials it's, in school libraries. It's almost that like is we- that is what this administration is pushing. Minneapolis still has that achievement gap problem, right? Is that still happening? Maybe that, should, maybe that should be the priority. Well, yes, and, and, and actually, and, and go talk to your school, uh, school uh, administration officials. Go talk to your friends who might, might serve on a school board. Yep. The, the, the implementation of the READ Act by the Minnesota Department of Education is woefully behind. That's what they should be working Hold on. Hold that thought, Representative Niskus. We definitely have to have you on again. But Jack Tomczak, you are coming up next. Yes. Uh, the subhead broadcast coming up uh, in just a few moments. What, what are you talking about Thanks, here? Harry. Uh, we're talking about the state wanting to license uh, house painters. Wow. Because that's important. <laughs> yeah. I hate to have a fly-by-night house painter come by. And, and people might ignore it because, like, well, I'm not a house painter, but, you know, because when they came for the house painters, I didn't do anything because I wasn't one. But if they, yes. why why do that? And then uh, we're going to talk about the move to ban liquid fuels. Oh yeah, that'll be great. Every the idea fun. they have is bad. Every idea they have is bad, and 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 yet the DFL governs and messages like they can count on voters not thinking that critically about things in the media, never ever ever calling them about that. Those are some truths. Harry Niska, thank you. Jack Tomzak, break a leg. We'll be back next week. Starting year 21 of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. See you all then. God bless you all. God bless America. tired of the ups and downs of the stock market? Are you sick of logging into your brokerage account only to find out that you've lost hundreds or thousands of dollars in a single day? At MarketBeat, we know that constantly moving in and out of stocks hoping to get lucky is a loser's game. Buying hot stocks after they've already shot up in value is a recipe for disaster. It's time to stop playing the loser's game and invest in stocks that have shown they can stand the test of time. MarketBeat has prepared a free report titled 7 Stocks to Buy and Hold Forever, and we would like to text it to you for free. Text the word PROFIT to 68285. The companies in this report might appear to be nothing special at first glance, but these companies print billions of dollars of cash each year in profit. If you would like to receive our free report of 7 Stocks to Buy and Hold Forever, simply text PROFIT to 68285 and we'll text you this report instantly. Text PROFIT to 68285 and we'll send you this free report right now. Text the word PROFIT to 68285. Standard message and data rates may apply. Please consult with your investment or tax professional. Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. 
That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy, Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. Quit smoking, chew, and vaping with this half-price offer from Freedom 1570 and Breathe Freedom from Nicotine. Get one program for just $2.50. That's half price for the faster, easier, and more effective way to quit smoking. There's a limited number of these half-off deals available. It's just $2.50 for one person, meaning you could save thousands this year. So call Freedom 1570 today at 651-405-8800. That's 651-405-8800. AM 1280, The Patriot. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.